anyways. Hi, everyone. It's from Rome Phyllis. You know, every so often a revival comes along that will, well, reminds us how indispensable great theater can be. Well, my fair lady tells the story of Eliza Doolittle, a young flower seller, and Henry Higgins, a professor who is determined to transform her into his idea of a proper lady. But who is really being transformed? Joining us today is Shireen Ahmed, who plays the flower seller, or, you know, best known as, of course, Eliza Doolittle. Welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are so excited. We're so excited for next week, for opening night here in Chicago. I'm so, so excited for next week. I've been in right? Chicago for years now, and I've never been. I've been for maybe a few hours one day, so I'm excited to explore. Oh, absolutely. You're going to have such a good time, and you're coming at the best time because of the you know summer months, and oh, it's just going to be fantastic. You know, I don't know if everybody knows that you've been with my, my Fair Lady since really since the beginning. So you were in the ensemble. Then you were the understudy for Eliza and then cast as Eliza, which is, I think, every actress's dream at this point. Um, what has been the most exciting part about playing Eliza Doolittle? Oh, it's been such a journey with Eliza. Um, I think for me, the most exciting part of Eliza's story is that she's an ambitious woman just trying to better her life. And she dreams big and she hopes big. And um, she teaches me every day uh, how to dream and how to really fight for what you want in life and stick up for yourself and stand up for yourself. So she has a big voice, not just in you know the music, but also in the script and in the scene work that we do. She stands up for herself and advocates for herself constantly. So I feel like I'm learning from Eliza eight times a week. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty. So do you remember watching it as a child? I do. And, you know, that my Fair Lady movie with Audrey Hepburn and Rex Harrison was like a pillar of my childhood. And um, I just remember, you know, beautiful costumes and beautiful music from that perspective. And as I've grown older, um, it's the intricacies of her story and what the role entails and what the story really is about the underlayers of everything is, is really fascinating. Absolutely. You know, why is this current revival so perfect you think for the modern age? Well, I think it's really telling when you're sitting in the audience and you're watching a period piece like my fair lady and you think to yourself, Oh, I've experienced that. Um, you know, her, her challenges and her obstacles are not just for that time period. Yes, women were in a very different place at that time and the class structure was very different in the UK. But, you know, have we, have we really made strides forward? I don't know. I think that's something for the audience to discuss, but especially in a Me Too era and with the conversations around that, it's complicated. And so, um, and that's what My Fair Lady brings. It's really supposed to prompt conversations and discussion between audiences. Which is so fantastic because it gives everybody something to talk about, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the score is absolutely breathtaking. Is there a favorite song? I, I mean, I keep going. I Every time I watch it, I pick a different song or a different scene. Is there a favorite song that has been a dream for you to sing on stage? You know, I do the same. It's always different for me. Um, right. Really, it's a dream come true to sing I Could Have Danced All Night. It truly, truly is. And the way that this is staged, when audiences see it, it's it's so magical and transformative. It's like the first time she's singing in this new voice that she discovered. And it's just pure joy. It's pure joy on stage. And we who we all need that right now. Um, Absolutely. But I think, you know, in in the process of her of her journey through the show, you know, without you was a pretty powerful moment, too, at the very end of the show. So yeah. there are so many little moments that I just find magic in. Uh, so what do you think the new generation, what do you think they can take away from a story as classic as, you know, really as classic as My Fair Lady? Well, I think for the younger generation, um, you know, to appreciate period pieces like My Fair Lady and Pygmalion, which is what the, the show is really based off of, the play Pygmalion, you know, there's something to be said about these iconic shows um, and what they bring to musical theater and how they started the conversations for other pieces of musical theater to come along. Um, you know, so I hope that it's also a moment of appreciation for these kinds of shows. Yeah, I think so too. Well, there is Bridgerton and all of these other shows that are now period pieces that, you know, they've become so popular and we look back and, you know, things really haven't, they really haven't changed as much as we all thought that they would, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, do you remember the first time going back on stage after, you know, being the shutdown? Do you remember what that felt like? Oh, yeah. I have, yeah. you know, one of my girlfriends took a picture of me walking on stage for the first time and I was crying because oh, yeah. it's, it was the first time, not just for me, but for the audience too, to be in a theater again. And I'll never forget that moment. Um, it, I've been appreciative and grateful ever since to be able to walk on stage and do what I do. Yeah. After so long, after so long. So I'm not long. To. Yeah, I know. And do you think that there's a difference in the audience now than before the pandemic? Do you feel yeah. it? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yeah. I think um, audiences are so thrilled to be back and so much more vocal than before. Um, and also, you know, to be able to, to perform My Fair Lady pre-pandemic and now post-pandemic, different things land differently than they did before. And um, right. we had to change and alter some things to represent the times and, um, and represent, you know, what the audience is hearing and responding to. So, you know, the audience guides us. It guides me every day. Right. It either gives you the energy or kind of sometimes the audience could be good or bad. Right. Don't you think? Because sometimes there there's so much energy and there's so much excitement. And then there's times I know that we work a lot with musicians and a lot of we cover a lot of the concerts and they're like, sometimes there's not a lot of sound. And you're like, OK, <laughs> how am I supposed to pump myself up? Right. 
Right. Well, you know, I mean, it's like, I believe that the audience is still listening and still there, but yeah, there's this like transfer of energy, of course, that, right. and that's what live entertainment's about. It, it, it's like, you know, TV and Netflix can only take so much of, <laughs> of <laughs> my soul at this point, but um, right. there's nothing like being able to laugh with people and to be vocal mm. and audible about it, to turn to your neighbor and just say like, oh my God, can you believe this is happening? You know? Um, so it's, it's really, really fun when the audience is loud and, and right. Proactive. Absolutely. Well, thank you again. And we cannot wait for opening night. Of course, My Fair Lady opens on June 28th and runs through July 10th at the Cadillac Theater here in Chicago. We can't wait to see you next week. I can't wait to visit. Thank you. Thanks.